welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. This is the Feeling Path Illuminated. You are truly beginning to feel and stand up for your inner principles. And you're actually beginning to understand what that means, which means you know that you are love and that loving is the right way to move. You know that inwardly you're actually calm and ease and you're beginning to reach towards that state more and more often. You're also beginning to realize that you're wise and compassionate and that both and together they go hand in hand wisdom and your compassion and that truly is what makes you so intelligent is because you have a compassionate heart that marries to it wisdom and a wise perspective and an openness in your point of view we want you to know that focusing on worry and fear as much as it feels right in the moment is never going to get you where you actually want to go but we also want you to understand that it is part of the process and that all you have to do is stand up for yourself and trust yourself and have confidence in yourself that you are worthy and that you truly are the creator of a beautiful life. In your heart, you know that you are truly in a grand cycle, that you are part of a grand cycle that is taking you from a state of inspiration into a state of creation. Which means that more and more often, you're beginning to see how you're creating your true reality, your creative reality. And that as you feel, so you create. And so more and more, you're beginning to realize the validity and the importance of standing in your innate principles. The fact that you are loving, compassionate, kind, wise, confident, worthy, and love. Now we understand that on the physical level, there's still many things that pull at you. Many ways that you're still emotionally entangled in the confusion that is all around you. And, and also that the very emotional entanglement you're feeling is actually causing you confusion. But please understand, you are genuinely releasing past hurts and the old programs and habits that go with them. And it takes a little time to heal. So the only thing you have to look for at this moment, or at least to to do, is to forgive yourself and others for the fact that you're not there yet. Are you still resisting the changes you're calling in? Are you afraid of the future? That's okay if you are. Because you see, this is all about your own personal breakthroughs. And we also want to remind you that you are part of a grander destiny that is unfolding here as we are changing the course of the human race by stepping into a more authentic, pure, wise, and balanced version of ourselves. 
if God could come down and give you advice, like right here in the moment, if God would say, I'm sure of it, God would say, you have a bright future ahead of you. And your determination right now, as you focus in the more positive, optimistic direction, is going to be the very catalyst of your success. Hold your vision. Accept who you really are. And who are you? Well, you are loving. You are peaceful. You are brave. You are boundless. You are free to love because you are love. You came here to do that, to be that, to live that, to feel that, and to show an example of that to those who have not yet seen it. But that must mean that you must feel glorified, that you must feel your own innate innocence and your own goodness, that you must feel safe in your world. So... Where in your experience are you resisting change? What are you focusing on that is making you feel like things are falling apart? Could it be your catastrophic thinking? Do you notice that for you it's just sort of easy to come up with the worst scenario? And then you envision that scenario, which means you, you actually see it in your mind as an expectation It becomes an expectation. And then you replay that expectation over and over in your mind, and eventually, genuinely, or generally, it it actually comes true. But let's, let's take a moment here, step back a little bit. Why is this happening? What mechanisms of creations have you set forward that are making this happen? Well, here's the thing. You're still not making the connection that what you focus on, you actually eventually get. That even means your worst expectations. And in fact, those things tend to pop into view faster, not because they're more readily available or because there's evil in the world more than there's good. In fact, it's quite the opposite. However, because we live in such a template of good, the good will allow you to explore everything and anything, even the bad. And so as you make that choice to focus in that direction, you will literally call more of that in. So that means every single time you had an expectation about something or someone and you kept imagining an outcome that you felt was a for sure thing. This is exactly what's going to happen. This is what they're going to do. This is what it's going to look like. This is what it's going to be like. Okay. You puppet that person. You you write the script of their experience and you, in, in a way entice them to walk that new script, to walk that new line. Now, why do I say entice? Well, because ultimately you can't force anyone to do anything. There has to be something inside them that matches up with this. This is why it's a co-creative process. We are co-creating this present moment. And so, as you have a negative expectation about someone, chances are if they feel unworthy, if they already feel like they're not a good person, then chances are they're going to fulfill that script and they will be exactly as you expected them. And that would be you focusing on worry and fear. So let's break this pattern because you focusing on fear and fearful ways and expecting the worst 
is still you being a creative powerhouse. But you've simply chosen to take your vehicle, your personal life, and to drive it on the most rocky road you could find. You're literally trying to do it the hard way. So what might seem difficult to start, which is actually really easy, but what might seem not so easy to begin with, is you have to take those same circumstances and envision them differently. And that is the mental uh, acrobatics you do in order to shift your reality. Because either way, you're creating. You're either creating from that emotional entanglement and that worry, that focusing on worry, or you're creating from something better. So that means you'd have to take your own creative power back and envision something completely different, which means envision this person behaving differently with you. Accept the fact that they might be like that with everybody else, but with you, they could be a completely different person. And little by little, they would in fact become a different person. But we can't force anyone else to be something. All we can do is make ourselves the best version we can be. And then, from that best version of ourselves, we keep envisioning the best potential outcome. See, that's the key, is you're not directing anyone, you're not forcing reality, you're not forcing the future, you're simply envisioning it the way you prefer. And that is your right as a co-creative being. And that is your power and your bright future as you create something beautiful Within the, within the space of your own mind. But before we can do that with earnest and excitement, we must first release the catastrophic thinking that we have lingering in our minds that keeps us resisting and wallowing in the things we're actually afraid of. Tap on the side of your hand and repeat with me, even though I'm trapped in my own catastrophic thinking and things are always falling apart for me. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I've been programmed into catastrophic thoughts and it just seems normal now, I can forgive myself for that. Even though I'm still wallowing in the things I'm afraid of because I have catastrophic thinking in my mind, I deeply and completely love and forgive myself and I release that now. Tap on your forehead now. I now release myself from my pattern of catastrophic thinking top of your head. I now release myself and I release my physical mind from this habit of catastrophic thoughts on the back of your head. You're doing amazing. I now release my subconscious mind from all the way I wallow in my catastrophic thinking. over your ears now. I now release my inner child from watching all the adults around me participate in catastrophic thinking. 
corner of your eyes. You're doing amazing. I now release myself from being emotionally entangled in my own catastrophic thoughts. Underneath your nose, I now release myself from needing to learn the lesson that I can't create positive things out of a negative thought. On your chin now, I now release myself and I release my physical body from my addiction to and my habit of thinking catastrophic thoughts. On your collarbones, we're almost there. I now release myself and I release my physical body from resisting change because I'm afraid of the future because of my catastrophic thinking and on your heart now I am worthy I am confident I am calm I am certain I am safe I feel safe and I know who I am more and more now take a deep breath like to read you an excerpt now from the new yellow book, the guidebook to our collective evolution, a gentle how to live in this new energy, a key to our times, written and currently being worked on by me. The notes were quick, like footsteps in her mind, and she couldn't help but move with them, her own footsteps keeping rhythm with a fast tempo. She'd forgotten why she was walking that fast about a block ago, but that didn't seem to matter now, as she kept accelerating forward. Why are you always trying to force things, she thought to herself, and the very thought of it made her even madder, even faster, as again she took up the tempo. Soon she'd be running, running down those streets like a mad woman, trying to get away from her own intrusive thoughts. But that's the thing. Most days, everyone looks like that, running towards something or sometimes away from it. Depending on the day, you run into them. But the truth is, we're all so lost right now and so god darn lonely that it's hard to imagine anyone feeling any other way. It's like we've all gotten really comfortable with being deeply uncomfortable so that it's become a part of our culture. We wear it like a badge of honor. Everyone gets stressed out. I'm fine. Stress motivates me. I work best under stress. These are just some of the, some of her favorite mantras. She shook her head and kept moving towards Madison Avenue. Was it Madison or Wickstead that she had seen that girl with the glass eye? Random thought, deliberately placed to showcase the absurdity of general thought. Don't you see? Much of the stuff you think about is useless gaggle a type of harmless chatter that has little relevance 
in any direction. But you didn't really come here to fill yourself with useless thoughts. And that's why it doesn't matter how much you run or how fast you go, you'll always come back to the understanding that you're still running with yourself and it's you who ultimately steers the whole course of your life. This is what she wanted to say to herself. But this is what you didn't hear running through her mind. I'm all over the place. What's happening to me? Why do I feel this way? But all you know right now is that she's running. We love you.